Hey guys, this is Ralph Macchio. Hey, what's up y'all? This is William Zabka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. And I'm still Tom. Well, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> you never know. I, yeah. I guess, I mean, sometimes you could be Percy, I guess. You know, you might show up and I might have Percy on the other microphone. Not too long ago, I was Winston. Uh, this is a Ghostbusters reference. No, no, no. This no. is a reference to Dr. Winston O'Boogie. That is a name if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Yeah. The people who know <laughs> what it is will probably be chuckling to themselves right now. I'll tell you, know, you, you off got, the air. You got a lot of those jokes. You know, I like, do. Uh, oh, I the, do. the two people will, will understand. <laughs> anyway, uh, what are we here for? We are here for another uh, John Hurwitz Q&A on Twitter, a session that he does once in a while, um, sometimes on a plane, sometimes waiting on his kids, you know, doing things. Um, but, uh, you know, some pretty exciting news, and I know a lot of people have been waiting to uh, ask questions or find things out about you know, the upcoming season. Uh, as far as I know, they are in pre-production, and uh, John Hurwitz himself has already uh, tweeted out a photo of the uh, outside of the dojo, which is um, uh, was built on a, on a set or studio. I, you know what? I, I don't know terms, so... Uh, like a, a set, you know, he's a, there, I thought that's all it was, was a set. Okay, I, I know, but you know, like studio might mean something else, and if I say set, maybe people might correct me, like, you mean studio, dummy. I uh, don't know. It's, you are speak, speaking in the, uh, the accepted colloquialism, sir. Sure, that's another word for you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, a couple of house cleaning, uh, things worth noting before we get into said Q&A. Recently, I, I want to give a shout out to Jeremy and Mikey over at the Cobra Guys. Uh, they recently had me on their show as a, well, not not really a guest. They interviewed me uh, for an episode. Oh, did my invite get lost in the mail? Well, you, you know what it is, Tom? I, I think they tried looking for you, and they don't know you're under Percy. That that's, <laughs> that could be, maybe that's what it is. But, um, yeah, I, so, I think... So you're saying the, the trick that I had to fool the, the morons that I didn't like in high school is also working on the Cobra guys. <laughs> it sounds like it. Are you, are you saying they picked on you in high school? Uh, no, I'm just saying that Facebook <laughs> can sometimes... Uh, Boiled down to the ghosts of morons past is all. I see. I see. No, I I, I hear you. And, and people might mistake you for Tom Cole from the. Uh, oh Cobra God Kai forbid! Series. God yeah. forbid! You know, heard heard you're running a dealership and um, you're you're giving away free boba for it too. All right, that's where I draw the you line. Know, I have no problem with a, being a used car salesman, but I will not be associated with boba tea. Hmm. All we right. all have to. We all have to have our lines in the sand, sir. Mine just happens to be weird. Sure, sure. No, n- n- nothing wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, thanks to those guys. Uh, they, yeah, they had me on. They, they were um, not what you. I mean, they, they surprised me in terms of their demeanor and stuff. They actually had me on as you know, like, like how you and I are 
when we're interviewing someone, you know, kind of uh, a little bit more laid back. And, you know, they, they had some really good questions. And it was, you know, if, if just throwing it out to the listeners, if you guys want to get to know more about me, it was a pretty open interview. They asked me just about everything and I answered every question. So um, pretty in-depth that one. And they had some uh, really nice things to say about me after I got off the call too. And they had some uh, emails from their listeners that they read afterwards too. And I was actually surprised how long we were on the call. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, thanks. And and the, the last time we did one of these Q&A episodes, uh, since then, it has been announced that in Atlanta at DragonCon that, uh, you know, William Zabka, Ralph Macchio, and Martin Cove will all three B at Dragon Con. Uh, this is going to be August nineteenth through the um, was it September first, I believe, which is a Sunday. So it's going to be that weekend. Um, and also, Ralph Macchio and William Zabka will be emceeing at the uh, the aquarium at Dragon Con. And you know uh, the the details you can f- find online. But from what I've seen from previous Dragon Cons on YouTube, it looks like. A costume contest. I believe there is also some dancing, some drinking, kind of like an after party, but it is a separate event that you do need to purchase a ticket and, you know, while supplies last, as I would imagine. So, um, so definitely if you're in the area, that region of the, the corner of the US of A, definitely go check it out. This might be one of the last appearances before, you know, production. And obviously, you may not get to see him until next year, I, I would guess. But um, some other big news in terms of Dragon Con. Oh? Yes. Cobra Kai Companion will have a presence at Dragon Con. Really? That is right. Brianna and I and Amy S. will all be attending Dragon Con. Very cool. Yeah, so uh, Amy S. will actually be there um, all weekend. I believe Brianna will be there on the Saturday and Sunday, and I will be there only Saturday on the uh, August 31st, I believe it is, um, whatever that Saturday is. So if you don't already, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, join our group page because we are also organizing a Cobra Kai slash Companion meetup with some of the uh, local stars as well. Uh, I've already spoken with Matt Lewis, who played Ron, the president of the uh, All-Valley uh, Karate Committee, and also uh, Aaron Bradley-Danger, who played Counselor Blatt. Uh, some of them will be there, and they're, they're going to be part of this meetup. So uh, details are still being ironed out. Follow us on said previously said uh, social medias to get all the details. But it will be... Um, at the time of this recording, anyway, it, it will definitely be on Saturday, and I believe we're going to try to shoot for 3 p.m. Atlanta time, obviously. So uh, if you want to, you know, go to this meetup, follow us, and, and then you'll get the uh, the latest updates as, as we have them. Excellent. Sounds like a fun time is guaranteed for all. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't want to reveal too much because, you know, I want to save, you know, some of these uh, surprises, you know, for, uh, you know, when we do the Dragon Con episode. But I've already reached out to uh, some of the other, um, you know, previous people we've interviewed and in hopes to uh, of uh, meeting them IRL, you know, as the, the kids say in real life. So uh, definitely looking forward to this trip for sure. Awesome. Yeah. All right, so for those that are tuning in for the first time, you're a newer listener and have not heard one of these episodes, John Hurwitz takes to Twitter and says, hey, 
You guys got some questions? Well, I have time to answer some of those. And uh, we take those questions and answers and we read them and we give our thoughts. So this is probably one of the best ways to stay updated. Um, I'm, I'm going to use that word loosely just because we kind of wait for him to do like two or three of these before we do an episode. Um, just because, you know, uh, otherwise you'll get one that's like, I don't know, 15 minutes and, you know, maybe... That's something to consider, but also we have a hard enough time getting together just to put out our damn reviews, uh, which we're also uh, behind on. So um, anyway, uh, this one, uh, this this actually starts from the weekend of San Diego Comic-Con. And the very first question comes from me at Cobra Kai Pod. I asked John, uh, aside from hanging out with Kevin Smith, did you guys fan fanboy out to anything else? The Kevin Smith fanboy out was definitely a highlight. Also enjoyed briefly meeting Callum Worthy from American Vandal. Loved him on that show. And, uh, Peter, did I ever tell you about the time that I got to meet Kevin Smith? No, I don't believe you have shared the story. Yeah, uh, oh geez, I want to say that this was back in either 05 or 06 out at uh, Wizard World in Chicago. Jake and I were out there, and I knew that Kevin Smith was there, uh, so I brought along, you know, a couple of comic books that he had worked on. I didn't figure I was going to get a chance to meet him, and uh, I managed to get pretty much everything signed by the artists that he worked with on those books, and I uh, was just about ready to head up for uh, the weekend, you know, my comm was pretty much over and done with. I'm walking around the show floor, and I look up, and there is Kevin Smith just standing there. So, looking back on it, I probably shouldn't have, because for all I knew, he could have been, you know, getting ready to make plans for the evening, or who knows what. But I walked up to him, and I said, Mr. Smith, I'm, I'm real sorry, but do you think I can just go ahead and get this signed? He's like, oh, yeah, sure, that'd be great for you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I figured, okay, I'll, I'll press my luck a little bit more. My wife uh, is just as big, if not a bigger, Kevin Smith fan as I am, and she couldn't attend that show, so I tried calling her. She was actually in a meeting at the time, so I asked if he could just leave her a quick voicemail, and he uh, proceeded to leave the most lewd voicemail I'd ever heard, uh, all in the hopes of trying to get me in trouble with the wife. Uh, I can't remember what it was verbatim, but it was something along the lines of uh, my wife needing to keep a close eye on me, because he has never seen a geek pull in as many chicks as I was that weekend. <laughs> All of which was untrue, of course, but still. Lude, I know that word. I know what that, I, I know what that means. Uh, it's it's a word that I learned like when I was I don't know nineteen, but uh, so I I understood the conversation. It, it makes much more sense. That that's awesome. pretty funny. I like that. Uh, did you guys uh, were you able to keep said voicemail? You know, I think I still have it somewhere buried in an old hard drive, but. I have no idea if I absolutely have it for sure. You know, this is just a guess. If you can find it, is that something you uh, you would be able to play for us on this show? I don't see why I couldn't, but the the big if is whether or not I could find it. Okay, okay, because no problem. Because you know yeah. how I am. Uh, how I am. No, no voicemail. It didn't happen. Right? Oh, no, well, no picture didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I, I believe the story, but I would love to hear it and laugh. <laughs> gotcha. I, I will see what I can do. Anything, uh, I, yeah, if it's about you and it's funny, I'd love to laugh at that. So, uh, 
All right. Next one comes from <laughs> next one comes from Amy S at Sabrina Obscura. So there was a gag reel before the panel. Will us badgeless folk ever get to see it, please? And either way, can you tell us a little about the contents? I would imagine that either the gag reel or another will emerge at some point. It's too difficult to describe all the content, though. There were lots of ridiculous faces from Mary Mauser. And Josh Hield, Hayden Schlossberg, and I issued an, uh, an apology for the snake do. Hmm. I wonder why they apologize for that. I, I don't know. I, I, thought, now, I thought I remember hearing from, something that uh, maybe um, William Zapka wasn't so keen on the idea of the snake do, and it eventually made it into the show. I'm, I'm not sure. I might have misheard or misremembered that. Well, if that's the case, that's just a matter of life imitating art, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and said gag reel has since been released. There you go. It's available uh, for you on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I will tease this one uh, moment that was pretty good. And uh, it, it was a, a moment between Billy and Ralph. And um, I forgot exactly what Billy did. It might have been like a, like a punch and Ralph actually flinched. You know, and they were kind of going through the motions, and I think uh, Bill was like, "We got a flincher." <laughs> it was it was really nice. I I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, the next one comes from one of our favorite names, mine at least, at Crispy Kareem. I know it was announced that Daniel will be heading to Okinawa. However, will you actually be filming there or backlot? Also, with the success of season one and two, how has that impacted the budget? We are still formulating our plans for shooting the Okinawa scenes. Karate Kid 2 is shot in Hawaii, so that's a possibility. But we're still exploring options. We want it to look awesome, and we're speaking with Okinawa natives about authenticity. That's exciting. That's exciting stuff, and also, great tweet. Exactly. I mean, uh, the fact that they're actually talking to people who live and, you know, were born and raised in Okinawa, I think that really speaks to, a, I mean, very highly of the entire production, because... I mean, we've all seen movies where it's supposed to take place in a location and it doesn't look anything like it's supposed to. So right. I, I really got to give them all kinds of credit on this. Absolutely. You know, um, I, I think, you know, it, it really matters to them that everything looks as authentic as they can get it. Uh, I, I think if they don't put um, as much love into finding a place, uh, people might be able to call it out. Say, you know what? That does not look like Okinawa like at all. So um, I think it would be cool, too, if, uh, you know, if Hawaii is an option and, and that's actually where they end up going. It'd be kind of cool if you get to film, like, in the same area where the um, the actual village was in Karate Part 2. That would be very cool. Very cool, indeed. The next one comes from MH Sports one Who was the favorite movie franchise did you like seeing at Comic-Con? I love how the show keeps using the 80s music of scenes referring back to the film. In the future, are you waiting for the right moment to play the song, You're the Best Around? I feel you three are waiting. I didn't get to see much movie stuff while there, but I was excited to watch the new Jane Silent Bob 2 trailer, and I can't wait to see Glenn Powell in the new Top Gun. Are you excited about the new Top Gun? I feel like that's not a thing you cared about. I was going to say, I have to admit, I was a kid when the first one came out, and it just didn't connect with me, so I can't really feel too excited about it, but... I mean, I'm happy for all the people who've been wanting this movie since, you know, like, 86. So you're saying you're you're not uh, excited for possibly another volleyball in jeans scene? 
I'm not a danger zone kind of guy, I'm afraid. Hmm. Well, all right. Okay. I will say, though, I, I, well, I mean... I, I just wanted to see I, Tom Cruise it, It's run. just not my cup of tea, but I, I know that it's had, <laughs> you know, a lot of people clamoring for a sequel, and I'm glad that those people are finally getting it. They've been asking for it for a long time. Oh, I I, uh, I think some of our listeners know the feeling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one comes from you at the Drunken Dork. I'm currently stuck without power. What do you do while away uh, the time in events like this? Nap. Or go out to eat. Uh, yeah, uh, I remember that night. That was the night that uh, we had like uh, just a bunch of tiny little storms knock out the power all over the area. We were without power for about three days. Um, I, I'd like to say it was a good time, but I respect my audience too much to lie to them. Did you nap or go out to eat? Uh, I did both. Oh, good. So you took his advice. I did. All right. I did indeed. That that sounds like some great options there. Um, <laughs> I I do remember some time ago we were actually without power and we used it to to do family things. You know, um, I think we kind of came up with some some games in the living room. Uh, we also played some board games. Uh, so it, it was nice, you know, to actually be unplugged. No TV, no phones. Well, we had the phones, but you know, we were off of those it, just because you know. It wouldn't be fair for some to be on the phone, some to have to be forced to play with each other. But it was fun. It was fun, actually. I, I think uh, I think every family should do that once in a while. Just be unplugged and spend family time. Is that funny that I have to say something like that? Yeah, that is. It's, it's like you know, they, they should already be doing that. But we know that electronics and technology, it it's it's hard to kind of stay off. And depending on what you do, some people are on it all the time. So. Honestly, I've been I've been trying to spend more time away from my phone, and it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, next one comes from FJ Ramus Art. Uh, no answers needed. Will Chosen Kumiko and even Yukie make an appearance in season three? Will we see Kreese Vietnam flashbacks? Will there be a tournament? Will we hear the Waltz song when Johnny sees Allie again? Thanks. <laughs> As expected, I can't answer any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, no answers needed. <laughs> so, uh, it was, that was a pretty funny tweet, but I, I think uh, I think a lot of those questions are on our minds. I don't know. I'm just picturing him, you know, with a huge smirk on his face while uh, he was, re- you know, replying to that. Oh sure. Oh yeah. Uh, the next one comes from at Levy underscore Alex. When you film season three, are you going to be doing the day one, day two thing on Instagram? I'm so busy during the shoot that it's hard to commit to posting daily, but it would be recommended that people follow me at John Hurowitz on Instagram for behind the scenes treats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember him doing some of those back during season two. Uh, he would post like a bunch of obscure things and a lot of us, you know, be scratching our heads. And uh, I, I think by the time season two came, a lot of us kind of forgotten some of those things. Uh, shout out to Brianna, who remembered the uh, the can of beans. Uh, apparently that was in Crease's uh, room. And I think she mentioned that on that episode. Um so yeah, the you know, give him a follow, give us a follow too at Cobra Kai Podcast on Instagram. Uh the next one comes from hmm, this is a weird one. Oh, the Mr. Shaw eighty eight. There we go. What catering or food truck are you looking forward to having on set? 
I am looking forward to the amazing southern desserts we have at catering while simultaneously trying to convince myself to avoid them. <laughs> well, that sounds like a difficult task there. I'm wondering, am I the only one who's wondering exactly what kind of southern desserts that he might be talking about? It's like, I'm not even sure what qualifies as a southern dessert to you. Uh, something with a lot of butter on it? No? Yeah, I, I'm I'm almost picturing like maybe bread pudding. That sounds you know, good. Is that considered southern? I, I, I don't know. I was only born there for, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't grow up there, unfortunately. Um, I'm going to have to try some some uh, stuff from the local Atlanta area. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They say that they've got a, you know, hellaciously good uh, cuisine down there. So, yeah, I would, you know, you got to go for the barbecue, though. Is, is that what Atlanta is known for? Is their barbecue? I don't know if that's what it's known for, but I know that in the South, they take pride in their barbecue. Mmm. Sounds good. Yes. I'm, I might I might go grab some Dickies later. You heard of a Dickies? Dickies barbecue? No, no. Is that a regional thing? I'm not sure, but the Pacific Northwest doesn't really scream barbecue either. Um I'm trying to think what was it that I just that I just completely loved of theirs. It might have been oh, you know what? Ah uh, just to get about it. It's their uh it's their spinach. The cream spinach was quite amazing. Hmm. Yeah, you know what that does. I, I I'm a big fan of like the uh, spinach and artichoke dips. You know, is there anything like that? Oh, uh, I mean that is a dip, but you know what? You're not far off. It does not have artichokes, but it it is, it, it is the spinach part. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, ooh, that sounds good right now. Okay, all right, we'll we'll, we'll move it along. <laughs> uh, the next one uh, looks like MH Sports One comes back. Hey, are you all waiting for the right moment to play? You're the best around. Can't wait till you on <laughs> use the right scene for it. You're the best around is so iconic. It needs to be in the perfect spot. We have thoughts on how we'd like to use it, but we can't tell you when that'll be. So, Peter, if you could pick your dream scenario of when they would use that song, when would it be? The finale. Yeah. The yeah, finale and right? maybe not by uh like a Kari Kimmel, but uh Maybe maybe somebody else in you know a stripped down version, maybe acoustic, you know, kind of like how Smallville would have some of those um, covers at the end, you know, that are a little bit more stripped down, or maybe a more haunting version of it, you know, kind kind of like what Carter Kimmel did, but you know, just a different spin on that, and not the original song. Yeah, um, I don't know. To me, I'm I'm just kind of picturing it during like a. A fight between maybe Crease uh, versus Daniel and Johnny or something like that. But that's it. It'd be I don't know. It'd be hard just because you know, uh, just like he says, it's so iconic. Like I, I can't see it not in a montage. True. I mean, the other thing that they they would be risking would be maybe. Uh, have you ever heard the phrase that they were a little too on the nose with some things? You know, not necessarily about Cobra Kai, but just uh, the 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 saying in general. Yes. You know, that, I mean, would be another danger that they would be running into. Uh, I, I suppose. But, I mean, if you even think about, for example, like uh, No Shelter, when Dimitri is being chased in the mall, it's not too different from when Daniel was being chased after the uh, Halloween dance. That is true. That is very true. Yeah. Uh, the next one comes from AC Patterson 975. Had Chad McQueen been available for season two? 
How would adult Dutch have been portrayed compared to the other OG Cobras? Instead of actually being in prison, Dutch would have been out after serving his sentence. Hopefully, one day he'll be released. Yeah, that's a uh, it's a good idea. I mean, that's not too far off. So uh, the alternative was uh was fine. You know, they they talked about it. Oh, speaking of Lompoc. Uh, I was watching the fourth installment of Fast, uh, Fast and the Furious, which I think is just Fast and Furious. Um, okay. I think, was it Vin Diesel? I think Vin Diesel was in a Lompoc uh, truck, you know, that was carrying like convicts and stuff. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yeah. So, you know, if I don't remember to do it, maybe somebody can do a little meme and try to put Dutch in, <laughs> like in the, in the thing with Vin Diesel or something. But yeah, I was watching it with my son one day. I was like, huh. I pointed at the screen. I was like, Lompoc. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, next one comes from Chance Bowen. Whatever happened to the idea of a Neil Patrick Harris movie using his Harold and Kumar character? I've always loved the idea, but the best time to do it would probably have been right after Harold and Kumar 2. And we were all busy making Harold and Kumar 3. If Neil ever wants to pursue it in the future, I'm definitely game. I would be too. Um, I rewatched. I, f- I feel like I might have mentioned this on the show. I probably didn't, but when it was um, the anniversary for the first, you know, the, the White Castle movie, uh, I that wasn't available for streaming, which was completely totally fine. Um, Guantanamo Bay was, and that's actually my favorite one. And I rewatched it, and Neil Patrick Harris is so amazing, uh, especially in that one. Um, and, you know, there's a moment where he picks him up, and uh, he's like eating shrooms. But everything he does, he he's such a good actor with his, uh, you know, physical comedy, his facial reactions. It's just so on point. Like you really just believe that he is that character, even though it is yeah. him. You know. Yeah, I mean, he can play any number of different types of characters. I mean, the range that he has. Yes. I mean, he can do slapstick comedy like in Harold and Kumar. He can do the creepy, quiet guy like he played in Gone Girl. Mm. Uh, he can do musicals. He can do sitcoms and all sorts of things and probably everything in between. Starship I mean, the guy troopers. is... A, a, yeah, I mean, he's just a, a phenomenal talent. I, I could use me a Doogie Howser movie. No? Am, am I alone well, on you that? know, I came up with the perfect way to introduce Doogie into Cobra Kai, but I haven't heard back from any of the big three. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. All right. That is a thing. So maybe maybe one day we'll discuss that. Maybe you share that with us. Oh, I've talked about it a couple times on the show. Doogie Hauser? Doogie Hauser, yes. I he don't would be the one this. who treats uh, Harold uh... and Kumar after they get their ass kicked in the convenience store. Why did I mean that? Okay, now that premise sounds familiar, but I don't remember you mentioning the character of Doogie Hauser. But maybe I just forgotten that part. You mu- it, it's possible. We 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 talk about so much on the show. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right about that for sure. But uh, I mean, definitely the premise sounds very familiar. I feel that might have been like even season one. You know, when we're just you know just kicking around it, ideas. It could for very fun. well be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. The next one comes from Amy S. Uh, she asks, and this is actually the start of a of another Q and A session. And he, um, John Hurwitz, posted a picture of a Cobra Kai cake. And Amy S asks, uh, number one, what kind of cake was that? Number two, was it good? 
And number three, the OG Big Three are going to be at Dragon Con, but how about the other Big Three? Are you guys going to be lurking around? <laughs> uh, to which Mr. Hurowitz replied, Yellow cake from Walmart, apparently. It was delicious. Not sure about Dragon Con. I may be back home in L.A. to see the family for a couple days before production starts. Mm, it would and, be awesome uh, if he can make Dragon Con. It's possible. You never know. Right. Uh, I mean, he's just not sure, so that's not a definitive answer. So I'm going to say, now you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> nice. The next one comes from Daniel Macchio. Gee, I wonder who that is. Uh, why didn't Ralph Macchio get you a seat at the Mets game last night? <laughs> Nobody knows why Ralph Macchio does the crazy things he does. Might be because he graciously hooked me and my family up for the match shutout a couple weeks back. Remember? You were there. Little fun exchange hmm. there. Uh, I did see the two families, the Hurwitzes and the Machios, uh, at uh, uh, some sports event. Definitely not basketball, because I know what that looks like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I know the, that it, there's no puck, <laughs> but there is a net in basketball, am I right? I mean, sure. <laughs> uh, the next one comes from me at Cobra Kai Pod. We're hearing Daniel's going to Okinawa. Anything you can share about that? It's going to be awesome. How's that? And then I replied, perfect, with the uh, Will Smith pointing, going, ah <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, the next one comes from... Gamer Josie 26 Cobra Kai is amazing. What was your favorite season to film? Season 1 or Season 2? Thanks and have an amazing day, Mr. Hurwitz. Loved filming both seasons, but Season 2 was much more difficult. Wrote a far more ambitious story without a budget increase. Makes production more stressful and challenging. But I'm glad we fought through it. Mm -hmm. That's actually kind of surprising. I had no, no idea that they didn't get an increase in budget, but I mean, that does not show in the final product. Right. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, especially since we saw some different locales and stuff. Um, you know, the mall, the, I don't know, eh, I guess we didn't spend more time in the in, in school, but still uh, a lot of fighting, Coyote Creek, the bar scene. You, you know what I want to know? Which which some of those scenes are actual sets uh, because I believe it'll be coming up um, in one of these tweets, but uh, I found out that the bar where Johnny goes on his dates, that that was built. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So again, like I feel like I might've seen that at one time during these Q and A's. So the next one comes from Sensei Dorian. Uh, he asks if, no, no, he says, you've put a few Aussie rock tracks, including Airborne and ACDC. Can we expect some more in season three? Maybe INXS or Jet? That's in excess. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, that. <laughs> uh, with a few exceptions that are written into the scripts, we mostly pick our music during post. I'll know for sure in about three to four months. And you know what? I know the perfect song that would uh, fit in there from NXS. And okay. that is Suicidal Blonde. Uh-huh. 
All now, right. It's a great track. <laughs> it fits Dorian's criteria in Johnny's Blonde. All right. Uh, I just recently found out that Air Supply is Australian. Wow. Uh, I guess Australia has a couple things to apologize for then, don't they? Wow. <laughs> What's wrong with Air Supply? Oh, man. They're just... Ugh. I like some Air Supply. I'm happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the uh, next one comes from Dan Suckman. Will you ever consider a crossover from another 80s movie? Perhaps Ferris Bueller walks into the dealership to buy a car, for example? We have no current plans to merge with another cinematic universe. Might screw with our quote-unquote reality too much. That's a bummer. I agree with that. That's a bummer because I had the perfect way to merge it, John. <laughs> you, you and your <laughs> thoughts there. All hey, right. we all have dreams. Yes, yes, we do. Absolutely. <laughs> um, the next one comes from Mr. B.A. Fisher. With the return of sev- several Cobra Kai members in Season 2, will we see any more past characters showing up this season? It's possible. Everything's possible. or anything, Everything's rather. possible. Yeah. I-, I just thought it was... I-, I-, I got a kick out of him just being short and to the point, you know. He's not denying it, but he's not spoiling anything. I like that. Right. And he's very consistent at doing so. Next one comes from at Glenn Rubenstein. What do you think of Elizabeth Shue on The Boys? I think Elizabeth Shue is amazing in everything. Mm-hmm. And Peter, have you had a chance to watch The Boys yet? Uh, is this the one about the uh, the Ralph Macchio and Billy Zapka? Th- those boys? <laughs> no, no, and it's not about. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's 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 a carryover bad, you know, bad joke from the last episode. But anyway, I, I, uh, I was gonna I say it's also it's also not you know the. Uh, television version of hanging out with the boys either oh, oh okay uh, you're saying the uh the boys of summer is that is that a song well no, no. It, it, it is a song yes. yes and uh this tv show did come out in the summer so i suppose they could be the boys of summer but no it's kind of like the uh anti-superhero television show now it, how, how different is this uh from the watchmen oh very 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 different because, I mean, from the way people are talking about it, it sounds like the Watchmen, if superheroes were real. Um, where Watchmen was cerebral, I would say the boys kind of wallows in gratuity. Like uh, you know? maybe a more amped up Hancock? Never saw Hancock. Okay. Well, all right. We'll move on. Okay. Unrelated, but uh, I I'll, I definitely want to give it a shot. We'll we'll we'll, we'll say that. It, yeah, it's worth the time. Yeah, it, it's such a good show. On the on the topic of um, you know martial arts, I, I do also want to check out that show uh, Woo Assassins, uh, which is on Netflix. Woo Assassins is this like a Ric Flair TV show? No, 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 no. Woo is in W U, not Woo. Wrong, wrong kind oh. of yeah. Woo, oh. Woo Assassins. There you go. Okay, you had my interest for a couple seconds there. I would have totally watched a TV show starring Ric Flair as a world-class assassin. There might have been... I mean, I haven't seen the show. There, there could be some move that maybe resembled something Ric Flair might have done. Has he ever stood, like, above somebody while they're laying on the ground? Well, I'm sure. Oh, this I'm, is I'm Ric sure Flair. that happens to all. assassins, too. So there you go. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, the next one comes from at Ethan underscore Grard. 
Will Daniel's return to Okinawa also include the return of Kumiko? Also, will Hawk keep the red hair or will he be changing again in both color and personality? You know, I could tell you, but I think it would be more fun for you to find out on screen. Just goes to show, I mean, Mr. Hurowitz and I agree. You might think you want spoilers, but you don't really want them. Well, why, why are you saying me and Mr. Hurowitz? Like, like I, I saw him first. I, I've told you this before. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We and Mr. Hurowitz. Okay. All right. Now, a uh, question for you, Tom. Do, yes, sir. Do you think Hawk will have a different hair color at some point you know, in season three? Possibly at some point. I think it also depends on how much time passes between the end of season two and season three. You know, if it picks up right afterward, I could see him maybe changing hair color midway. I wonder if it changes, would it be reverting back to blue? You know, because it changed red for a reason, right? True. Uh, Or maybe they could do some sort of other color. Purple. I could, yeah, I, I suppose. It, it is a color. There's nothing wrong with purple. What did, was your reservation there? You don't like purple? Joker wears purple. I, I'm just trying to figure. I, I'm just trying to figure out like which colors are associated with uh, emotions. Ah, you know blue. how like uh, blue <laughs> is associated with being kind of, you know, either sad or distant. Red is associated with anger. What's green? Isn't that envy? Yeah. Or, you know, just plain lucky. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. Be interesting. We got to yeah. do like a predictions um, uh, thing, maybe. We'll we see. should. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely put a pin in that. That's uh, ripe for uh, discussion. Yeah. Uh, shouting out Sensei uh, Dorian. You know, he's got some pretty good ones that he wants to share. So we'll we'll figure out how to work that in if we can't, you know, get a predictions episode up. Yeah. Next one comes from... At Ari Kagan, what Karate Kid or Cobra Kai actors do you think could be a good fit for the MCU? Hawk would be number one. Now, would he be a villain or would he be like an Avenger? Avengers? I think he'd be a sidekick. To who? Hawkeye. Hawkeye would be the sidekick to Hawk. Have you seen oh, those no. movies? I have. have I've read the comic movies? books though, sir. Also, also, Jeremy Renner, you hashtag an emoji. You can't do that. <laughs> what? Who does I missed that? this. This, um, this was shortly after the whole uh, Sony and uh, Spider-Man hubbub. Like, sh- shortly right after that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, Jeremy Renner's over there like, hey guys, uh, I'm I'm someone and I got something to say. And he tried to, you know comment something about that whole ordeal and at some point he hashtagged an emoji and i forgot which emoji it was but i was like you don't do that anyway johnny lawrence would do that i'm just picturing that meme of steve buscemi where he's trying to look young hello my fellow teenagers look i too am on twitter uh i have not seen it so i I wish i could laugh at that it sounded funny wow (laughs) trust me if you were there you'd be chuckling uh, you'll have to find it for me, okay? I, I will I will look for that. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, next one comes from at DJ War 2. Will Cobra Kai ever come to DVD or Blu-ray for those that can't afford another streaming service? I'm getting more optimistic by the day. 
And, I mean, they've already released the first season digitally on iTunes, Vudu, and any other number of platforms, so I'd imagine it's just a matter of time before season two is the same way. Right. You can purchase you know. them digitally, but also starting uh, August 29th, you'll be able to watch the entire first season for free on YouTube uh, for two weeks. And then September 11th, you'll be able to watch uh, season two, but they're only going to release uh, one episode every week. Um, and then uh, after that, as I understand it, it'll go back uh, for free for premium me- members, obviously. Uh, those will have ads. Same thing with season three. So um, if you follow us on the social medias, I you know made a little graphic and tweeted that out, posted it, and uh, it's, it's some good info, you know, for those. And, and you know what, Tom? Like, um, I don't, I don't hate the idea of it being released once a week. I think it actually would make it kind of cooler. It's just a way to kind of build up anticipation. Oh, sure, sure, but, you but know, especially when you consider how many of those episodes end on some sort of cliffhanger. Right, but but I guess what I was thinking of is, um, you know. F- for podcasters, you know, for for us, it gives us more oh, time yeah. in between each episode to kind of let it, you know, marinate and you know gather our thoughts and process. That them is more. true. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah, because when we did season one, you know, inside baseball here, uh, we we binge recorded like the first seven episodes. Yeah, I, I still remember that day. That was one of the few times I've ever been exhausted podcasting. Yeah, I think both you and I, both of our wives, were like out of town, and we're like. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. And we actually literally knocked out, you know, seven um, recordings in, in a row. Uh, that took us like less than eight hours and um, wouldn't do that. I mean, I I liked that just so we had the episodes you know, already recorded. But I feel like if I go back and listen, uh, you know, I might have some more thoughts that I could have thrown in. True. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you had the opportunity to sit down and just kind of take more notes even to get the background details. Exactly. The next one comes from Darren Maxdog. Would you ever do another Karate Kid character spinoff, early Miyagi or Kreese? Yes, we would. Perhaps one day we will. I like and you know, both of those shows sound like they have potential. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, obviously, Kreese uh, returning for Cobra Kai... Uh, but I mean, who has not heard of you know Mr. Miyagi and Wax on Wax Off? Yeah, I'm I'm just kind of picturing what that show would be like in my head, you know, where they're both in the valley, you know, both of them are uh, in the background of each other's story, but they don't really meet up until the events of the Karate Kid. I don't know. That could be an interesting show, actually. Now that I'm thinking about that, I I actually prefer like you know. Um, World War II Miyagi. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that's what I want. And then him, you know, uh with the the loss of his family and then ultimately coming back to California. Yeah, I mean there's plenty of uh opportunity for good stories to be told in that type of setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Daniel uh I guess Daniel could have been like the first time he, he trained somebody, but um I, I think that's where gosh, I don't know, you know. There's plenty of ideas, I'm sure. But now that I'm just thinking about it, like, oh, so many ways you can go. And obviously, obviously, Crease, we want we want to see like pre pre Vietnam Crease, right? We we want to see him as a young man, you know, and then his time in the service, and then him being the the two time karate champion himself. Yeah, uh, I just don't know how interesting a 
a sane and rational crease story would be. Oh, you know, I'm it's sure kind of like uh, interesting. Well, it's kind of like the Star Wars prequels. Ultimately, you weren't interested in what was going on to make Darth Vader become Darth Vader. You just wanted to see him go crazy and kill a bunch of Jedi. <laughs> that that was a pretty badass scene. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, the next one comes from Darren Max Dog again. If you could reboot any other '80s franchise, what would it be? I wish they gave you the Lost Boys show. Back to the Future, Goonies, and Gremlins would be some favorites, but only if we felt absolutely certain we'd be able to carry out a vision that delivered for the OG fans while making new ones. Uh, I love the very first choice he went with, Back to the Future. I would back that project if that's something he would do. Did, did you see what I did there? Huh? Back? Huh? Yeah. Play on words. Um, Goonies. Is that, a, is that a movie you like there, Tom? Oh my god, Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I, also, I, could, I also live me some I, Goonies. I would definitely sit down and watch, say, a reunion between the Goonies involving the original cast members and maybe their kids. That oh, the, Well, that's an idea they've had for decades. But yeah. on the spot, you know, I obviously I haven't put any thought into it myself. Using actors from Cobra Kai, who would you use for a Goonies reboot? All right, let's let's start uh let's start with the um Mikey. All right, who who would be Mikey? Chicken Honestly, Bertrand? I would want to see Bert. Okay. But the problem with that is that because he's the youngest character, you might have to recast all of the other Goonies with you know more age-appropriate actors. And then you can have some of the actual Cobra Kai or Miyagi-Do students playing uh the older brother. Now, it, it it is reboot. They don't have to be that similar, like in age and stuff like that. And this well, is just for fun anyway. So anyway, so uh, so you would have Owen play Mikey? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. And I'll be honest with you, it's been so long since I watched that movie, I can't remember the the main actor or the main character's names. Sean Astin uh, is Mikey. I'm I'm just trying to think of which actor I'd want to have play the older brother. Right, Josh Brolin. Um, yeah, that could be Brett Ernst. Is is he is he too old? He Uncle Louie? <laughs> a bit, a bit. <laughs> um, uh, how about how about Gianni? Uh, not old enough. Not old enough, and he's not physically built for that kind of role, is he? Cruz. Jeff okay, Kaplan. I can see that. Jeff Kaplan. Jeff yep, Kaplan as Owen's older brother. <laughs> yes. All right, all right. Uh, I want to see Jeff Kaplan on a, a little girl's bike. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, what about Andy, the uh, the love interest for her, for one Mikey? Oh. You know what? I think I would go with Nicole Brown on that, actually. Yeah. Just because yeah. I think she's a, a terrific actor, and I'd like to see what she could do in a role like that. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I mean, I don't know. Well, I was gonna say she's not too dissimilar to uh, from Aisha, but uh, no, they they are, they are different uh, because Andy was never bullied. So um, that that would be really interesting. Now, oh gosh, what's what's the other young lady's name? It's not. Was it Martha? Or am I? I think. 
I it was that was either the name of the character or the name of the, the actor who played the character. Right. Um, her. Just because it's so against uh, type, I would probably go with uh, Annalisa Cochran. Okay, I like that. I like that. You know, because in Cobra Kai, she was the the pretty spoiled l- little girl. In this one, she would be more of a working class, uh, very much uh, into bookwork and homework and stuff like that. I think it would be kind of interesting to see that dynamic, uh, or at least that uh, that uh, shift in in characters for her. Right. And what about um, uh, Mikey? Not Mikey. I'm sorry. Mouth. Uh, we we're gonna go with uh, Griffin. Uh, little Antonio. <laughs> oh, you you gotta go with Gianni for that. Oh, okay. Duh. Yeah, you're you're right. Okay, I like that. This is my dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is that all of them? Am I missing anybody? I think oh, so. Data. At least that's those are the the heavy hitters. Data, come on. Oh God. N- uh, Nathan. <laughs> oh man, that's that's a tough one. Well, Nathan's the only other Asian, unless you want to go with Joseph, who's. Older than most of them? I would actually go with Khalil Everage. Okay. As Data? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, why not? You know, we both enjoyed him in Beats. Exactly, yeah. Hmm, that would be uh, a different role for him, too. I don't know if I've seen him as a nerd, but... Oh, I yeah. think he could pull it off. Oh, sure. Yeah. So there you go. That's our pitch for Goonies, using uh, Cobra Kai actors. Hit us up, big three. Yeah, well, and if you guys got uh, some other uh, choices in mind, let us know what you think uh, on Twitter or in the group. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear everybody's ideas on that. Mm-hmm. Next one comes from at Clint Avenatti. Uh, how many lines does Allie get this season? <laughs> uh, Pretty much all of them, I think. There it is, confirmed. Allie is getting all of the lines <laughs> in season three. Every single one of them. He no, fell I'm just, for it. I'm just picturing the rest of the characters standing around moping while Allie bosses them around. Yeah, that would be uh, an interesting season, to say the least. Yeah, that would be some interesting feedback from the fan community as well. <laughs> hey, they wanted it. They got her. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just doing what you told us you wanted. Yeah, you, you wanted Allie. She's got all the lines. <laughs> Next one comes from at SPN underscore Misha Love. Will Johnny get the chance to tell Miguel he heard his voicemail? Johnny can tell him anything. The bigger question is whether or not Miguel will be able to hear him. You know what? I think he could. I, I don't recall like his ear hitting the uh, the railing or being kicked in the ear. His ear should be okay. Or whether or not he will recover from his coma. Mm-hmm. But you can still hear whether it registers. Like, hey, I, I, I don't, I don't know science. <laughs> I know just enough to say I know very, very, very little. All right. And there's nothing, there's nothing more dangerous than a little bit of knowledge. There's a reason why we're not the writers. Yeah, it's one of those situations where you know all we'd have to say during the interviews were, well, it sounded like a good idea at the time. Exactly. The next one comes from at Karate Man Mace. I'm leaving for Okinawa in 10 days. Would you like me to get you something for Cobra Kai Season 3? As much footage as you can muster. And bring, and bring Ralph Malchio where you're at it. We'll email you over some pages. <laughs> hmm. You know, I think that might be the, the, 
my favorite remark to any of these Q&As I've, I've yet to see. I, I don't know why. I just like the idea of him outsourcing uh, the entire season to a confused tourist. Uh, I was just trying to see if he's like part of production or anything like that. It doesn't appear to be. So, yeah, I was just wondering. Next one comes from at Metal Being. I was wondering why there was a picture of Kreese in the tournament hall in season one when Cobra Kai had been banned because of his actions. Was this just to round up the story? The All-Valley Committee should have spent less time arguing about the color of the mats and more time learning their tournament history. That's how oversights like this occur. Mm-hmm. But even if you get banned, I mean, I don't... I, I suppose they can remove pictures and stuff. I I don't see how they could. I mean, you can ban a person, but you can't ban history. Right. Cobra Kai still was a, a force to be reckoned with in that tournament during the 80s. And so, you know, completely erasing them wouldn't really accomplish too much, would it? Right. No, I, I think you. I think you're right about that. The next one comes from at Glenn Rubenstein. Uh, in a few years, the American Pie Gang will be old enough to have kids entering high school. Given the series' 20th anniversary and your involvement in American Reunion, has there been any talk of a streaming c- uh, continuation in the wake of Cobra Kai's success? I've thought about it, but have been too busy to take it further. Would love to get it to work with that gang again. Dang it. Would love to get to work with that gang again somehow. You know, and I, I agree. I mean, they they know how to work together. They obviously have a chemistry together. I think it would be great if uh, the stars can align and they they produce something together. And on the topic of American Pie, uh, obviously I won't be attending the Rose City Comic Con, who is sleeping on uh, Cobra Kai uh, after having them here last year. Uh, Shannon Elizabeth was recently announced at the upcoming Rose City Comic Con. Oh, wow. Yeah, kind of interesting. I, I don't know if any other of uh, the um, the cast from American Pie is going to be there. So I thought that, that was kind of an odd addition. Uh, you know, I, I mean, she may be working on something now that I, I'm not, you know, aware of, but I, I was just like, probably seeing Nicholas. I, I think he comes sometimes. I know he was just here earlier this year. But it would be kind of cool if they do get, you know, a few more of the cast and, you know, you'd have like a, a mini pie reunion. Cupcake? Would it be I a mean, cup? yeah. on one hand, um, I would kind of like to see the uh, what kind of story they would do with those characters sending their kids off to college. But on the other hand, I'd kind of like to see them maybe try something original with the same actors, the same writers, same directing and producing team. Yeah, I mean, they can go... I mean, there's so many characters, there's so many stories that you can come up with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I still, you know, really enjoy uh, Reunion. Matter of fact, I was scrolling through On Demand last night and almost started that. You know, I didn't want to stay up to watch an entire movie, so I went with my default, which is Pawn Stars. And, um, oh, funny thing, I'll say this and we'll move along, but my seven-year-old, he doesn't watch a lot of Pawn Stars with me, but he just happened to be watching one last night. Uh, This guy Mm -hmm. was trying to pawn a photograph of uh, Abraham Lincoln and uh, Mary Todd for a million dollars. Really? 
How'd that yeah, work out? Uh, this lady comes in and, you know, she does her thing. It's like, nope, this, this ain't them. <laughs> uh, the guy was not happy. But my son is like a million dollars. Like, Daddy, what about that TV downstairs we're not using? Can can we take that TV where they are and try to sell it for a million? <laughs> like, they're not going to buy that TV for a million dollars. It's one of the old tube TVs, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah that's It's not that's even cute. a fast screen. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'd be surprised if we could even get $10 for it. But anyway. I remember when I got my... Uh... My uh, flat screen, I tried to do the right thing and take my old tube television over to the local Goodwill, and they refused to take it. <laughs> you, you, you literally can't give the things away to charity. Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, I could understand because it probably didn't even have like HDMI and uh, and all that <laughs> stuff, so it's, it's pretty obsolete It, it was now. fancy. It had the red, white, and uh, uh, yellow plugs. That was that was pretty pretty uh, fancy back when I got that television. Right, probably thirty years ago. <laughs> not you're not that far off. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's it's funny sometimes finding like an old TV that I'm trying to hook things up to. I'm like, what? No HDMI. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but that was back in the days when you could actually feasibly have a thirty year old television in your house. Those days mm-hmm. are long gone. Right. The next one comes from at Brian Fishbach. I hope you guys filmed something in the original dojo. It's an empty building in NoHo now. For the three years before we made Cobra Kai, Hayden Schlossberg and I had an office a block away from that original Cobra Kai dojo. We walked by it for lunch every day. When we sold the Cobra Kai series, we called to see how much rent would be for the writer's room. A bit too steep, though. Yeah, I mean, if that comes out of the budget, then I I can see why, you know, they want to, or they passed up on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard it said that when you're spending money on television and movies, you want that money to show up on screen. Right. You, know, you don't want it to be behind the scenes. Right. The next one comes from me at Cobra Kai Pod. Any idea on how Johnny and Kreese decided which Cobras would be Team Red or Black for the Coyote Creek exercise? Have a safe flight. They didn't decide. We did. It all began with knowing that we wanted Stingray to surprise Miguel and for Kreese to get the victory that way. From there, the rest of the dominoes fell based on the story. And that tweet was inspired by our uh, latest review of LOL, uh, episode 7 of season 2. So uh, we questioned it on that review, and so I thought I'd ask him that. Next one comes from uh, the Brianna, at Brianna25. Ballpark guess. How many pages are the combined scripts for season 3? 360. Which is uh, quite a specific number, so... I mean, I, I guess if the writers, they, they would know. And maybe that's, you know, about the same as the previous two seasons. But um, f- weird thing, just, you know, the, 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 the number is 360. You usually think like full circle or a circle, um, mm-hmm. just something like that. So I just tweeted or I just commented below that, go full circle. Hmm. And mm. it made me, it kind of confused me because... I just said that for no particular reason. Like, I had no thoughts behind me just commenting full circle. But but John Herbert liked that tweet, and it confused me. I go, wait, 
Now, does the 360, was that intentional? Like, like I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it just kind of threw me off because I, I don't even know what I was doing commenting with that. <laughs> just me being no, silly. No, you're being then... a fan. You're, you're digging and scrounging for any little scrap that you can. You're doing your job. Oh, okay. Well, well thank you. Uh, it makes me feel better about that now. <laughs> uh, next one comes from at Steven underscore Dutch. Have you been to Okinawa recently? I have never been. Hopefully, one day will. And there's a little smiley. Uh, let's see, that's not even an emoticon. What are, what were those things called where you made little faces on your keyboard? Um, I mean, I would have just said a uh, emoticon, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, yeah, no, I got myself confused. Just emoji versus emoticon. I'm sorry, listeners. Right. Yeah, because um, in, uh, what is that movie? Was it the Emoji Movie? Is that what it was called? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So there's some emoticons walking around, and they call them like Grandpa or something like that. It's <laughs> 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 a little shade thrown. It was pretty funny. And, and you know what? That's not actually a bad movie, that Emoji Movie. It was actually kind of a... I've heard that it was yeah. way better than it had any right to be. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those fun movies, and it was actually kind of cool seeing how clever they can be in using these emojis. So, uh, you know, if you guys have nothing else to watch and you happen to see it on demand, just check it out. You know, you know, especially if you got kids, they'll they'll enjoy it for sure. Next one comes from at me, Tommy James. When are you and William Zapka gonna get together to make a follow up series to just one of the guys? Americans want to know what happened to Joyce, Rick, Buddy, and Greg. That's the long game, Tommy. Have to get through this karate kid stuff first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, we'll get there. I just love the fact that, I mean, let's face it, that wasn't a very, I don't want to say it wasn't a very popular movie. It was kind of like a 1980s cable television staple, but it didn't really make a lot of waves. But I love the fact that in this fan community, that movie in particular has definitely gotten pushed to the forefront. I mean,. I mean, obviously, William Zapka was in it, but then, you know, you also had some references to The Karate Kid, so I think that might be why. It's possible. I mean, uh, I believe the, the, the lead young lady there, she gets called, like, Ralph Macchio, you know, or something like that, or the, or the, maybe just called The Karate Kid. It's been since, like, the early 90s since I've seen this movie. Yeah, that sounds about right for me, too. Yeah, I mean, and also listeners, uh, that's going to be an upcoming review at some point once we're kind of caught up on our reviews and, uh, you know, once there's a bit of a lull, you know, in, in production for season three, we'll start doing some of those. I would love to talk to you about Just One of the Boys, sir. I would guys. seriously get a, guys get <laughs> tremendous uh, enjoyment out of that. Just one of the guys. <laughs> you said boys. Ah, sorry. Mm-hmm. No worries. All right. Next one comes from at Saber Smirk. When is Cobra Kai season three estimated to be released? Spring 2020. Don't know the specific date yet, but I'd imagine that's similar time frames as the first two seasons. So late April, early May. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, next one comes from Amy Hard. Uh, will Mike Barnes from Karate Kid Part 3 be coming into Cobra Kai series Season 3 along with Terry Silver? We never spoil which characters from the original films are returning or when they might return. You'll just have to watch. The next one comes from Ultio underscore Cruenta. 
Any news when we get first glimpse trailer of season three? Fans want to know. Probably won't be until after the new year sometime, but that's just me speculating. And I think that was about right about the time. Uh, maybe not. I might be misremembering things now. Yeah, never mind. I thought it, for some reason, I thought it was like mid to late winter, but I could be completely wrong. Yeah, gosh, I don't know. I, I feel like the first trailer might have came like in February, but I could be wrong. Next one comes from Amy S. So, we've been playing the location game, and I give up, and I am just going to ask. Do you remember where the exteriors of Johnny's two date bars were? It's been driving us a little nuts because I swear, that one is in Decatur, and I just cannot figure out where. The date place... I'm sorry... The dates took place at a bar we built on stage. The exteriors were stock footage, unfortunately, and I have no idea where they are. There we are. Yeah. There's uh, that that's movie magic for you, folks. Mm-hmm. So I am curious, what else is a set? I'm very curious. Yes. Yeah, yeah I am too. Uh, because that bar looked amazing. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, if uh, I hadn't heard it while recording this, I wouldn't have even thought that it was a set. I wonder if, like, all the other previous bars is the same bar, but things, you know, moved around. Changed the uh, decorations. Right. Yeah, it, it's that's very possible. It'd be more economic that way, I'd imagine. Right. You know, we got the, the bar fight scene with the OG Cobras, the... Uh, you know, the lady will have a Shirley Temple, whatever that line was, you know, from episode nine, season one. So mm-hmm. there's some bars. Next one comes from the Brianna at Brianna25. Also, do you think we're watching another Miracle Met season in the making? It's been, what, 13 years since my cards net them in the NLCS. Think we'll get a repeat. And I just went cross-eyed. <laughs> I believe the Mets have something special going on, but when I watch them play a talented team like the Braves, I feel far less confident. Keeping hope alive. Uh, That's crazy. Again, I know that baseball is a thing, but beyond that, I'm not, I'm on shaky ground at best. A mutual friend of ours uh, and my co-host at We Got Five, Devin, he is a fan of the Braves. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he's from Florida, so maybe that's a thing? I, I, I don't know. Well, depending on what part of Florida he's from, I mean, he could be within closer proximity to the Braves and other MLB teams, so it would make sense. Six hours, I think he said? It's possible. Yeah. I mean, I know that uh, a lot of people in the upper peninsula of Michigan follow the, say, Milwaukee teams as opposed to the Detroit teams, just because it's easier for them to get to games that way. Yeah, and I mean, and you don't always have to just, you know... Love the the teams that you're local to. I mean, I, there's plenty of fans of other teams in other parts of the country. So, mm-hmm. the next one comes from at Ultio underscore Cruenta. And do you have any teensy weensy spoilers that you can tell us? <laughs> there will be lots of karate. Ooh, he actually gave one. He that's a that that is a brave first step, Mister Hurwitz. That is huge. I I wasn't sure. I was not sure if we were going to have karate in season three. The whole Okinawa thing, I just thought it was a trip. <laughs> Next one comes from at gutter underscore hero. Hey, John, how many episodes long will Cobra Kai season three be? Ten. 
We know some people want more episodes and or longer episodes, but I don't expect those kinds of changes. We try to deliver the best show we can with our budget. If it ain't broke. And that's, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, don't fix it. Yeah. So it's been working. But, I mean, I know what, I know what they mean. It's just like with any uh, show where the entire season is dropped in one day. Orange is the New Black, Cobra Kai, things like this. It sucks. You have you know you binge it, then you gotta wait an entire year. And with Cobra Kai, they're thirty minutes, so it's even like, dang, we just spent five hours watching that. Now we gotta wait for three hundred sixty-four days and uh, nineteen hours. <laughs> uh, next one comes from at Jim thirty-eight seven twelve. Will season three end with another cliffhanger? Most definitely. We will end on cliffhangers until the series ends. Mr. Hurwitz, that's how you guys got me to watch season one. Not to mention that was definitely a spoiler. Damn it. See, he, he is off his game. I th- Are we sure that Mr. Hurwitz didn't lose his phone? You know what? That's what it is. It got hacked. It got hacked because we're getting all types of spoilers here. Karate, cliffhangers. What is he even doing? Uh, next one comes from at Sir, uh, Saber Smirk. Not a fan of Tori at all. Are you guys getting rid of her? Hopefully sending her butt to jail? Or maybe trying to make her likable? She is really the worst. Believe it or not, Tori is actually a hugely popular character. There seems to be an even split between Team Tori and Team Samantha. What do you guys say? Which camp are you in? Is he asking us? I think he's asking us. I mean, I think he's specifically asking Peter and Tom so. to come in on this. I think so. so. Um, I like, I, you know, I'm team both. Uh, I, I can't do that. No. Honestly, no, no. I'm, I, I mean, you can go for it, but I mean, I'm just, I, I've always said I'm team Johnny. Everybody else uh, are supporting characters in his story. Uh, but if I had to choose between Samantha and Tori, I would go with the one that is less likely to stab me in the eye with her wrist dagger the first time she gets. So, yeah, I'm I'm Team Samantha on this one. I am, too. Um, And I don't need to go into why. But uh, if I had to pick the one, yes, it would be Team Samantha. Uh, So take that, Saber Smirk. Yeah. (laughs) And and real quick, I mean, that... That question always reminds me of a uh, a conversation that I've had many times with my wife where uh, we'll be watching a show and all of a sudden an actor who plays a villain on either another television show or a movie that she knows comes on screen and she just can't stand it because she hates that original character so much. And I have to say to her, honey, that's just the mark of somebody who's doing a really good job as an actor. If they can get you to hate that character so much that it carries over into other shows, they must be doing something right. Right. So I would say that this applies to Tori. If uh, this question uh, from some girl in Long Island is all about how she can't stand that character, you know, proper credit word, you know, it's due. That's good acting. That's good writing. That's good everything. Mm, yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. Uh, her story's not done, so you know they—they, they, I, I would imagine that it's gonna maybe not wrap up in season three, but I feel like it will probably probably get addressed. I would, yeah, it has to at some point. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, next one comes from at Mingo Rubies. Have you spoken to the Chosen and Kumiko actors lately? I see what you're trying to do there, and I'm not falling for it. Ah, see, so he's kind of on his game. I mean, he didn't fall for that one. I, you know what? I got to give Domingo all the credit in the world. He at least came up with a really cool and original way of asking that question. Kudos yep. to you. Absolutely. Instead of just asking if they're going to be in season three. Yeah. Like, you know, 50 other people. Next one comes from uh, at Dave Prince 37 What are the exact colors of the Cobra Kai mobile? Thanks in advance. Mostly matte black and yellow. I don't know anything more specific than that. So it looks like Mr. Hurowitz and I, I mean, I, I know how to drive my car. Not very well, but I know how to drive it. Anything beyond that is a mystery to me that I take to the mechanic. Aha. Uh-huh. So you don't know colors? Uh, I know that there are primary colors, but if you had to ask me to name them all, there would be a lot of awkward silence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or an extended one. Uh, let's just go with awkward. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one comes from at Reviews Brews Pod. Uh, what about this question, John Hurwitz? Will the track You're the Best Around pop up at some point in the series? Uh, we have thoughts on how we'd like to use that song, so hopefully it'll appear at some point. I don't have anything to add to that. Peter, do you have anything to add? No, I'm... No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of over here face-palming like, oh, okay. But, you know, I mean, at least it's like this question that's being asked over and over instead of like, I guess we're not hearing too much of the alley questions anymore. That's, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, fans are fans. They want to know about this stuff. So I don't blame them for asking every, you know, it over and over again. Yeah. It, I mean, th- there's other songs that I still would rather hear over You're the Best. You know, like, it's an iconic song. It's great. But, um, you know, like, it's it's not my favorite, you know, from, from the franchise. But it, it's fine. Yeah. The next one comes from at... It's Genvar. Random question. Were those LaRusso champagne glasses in season two actually flower vases? Literally, the only nitpick I had from last season. Can't wait for season three. Pretty sure they were champagne glasses. There was no discussion about them being anything different, and Rolf probably would have said something. If we were asking him to drink out of a vase. You, and, you, uh, you pronounce that a little weird. What, vase? Yeah. Isn't it just vase? Tomato, tomato. I, I've heard vase, vase, and vase. I've never heard vase. That that almost like rhymes with phase, right? Vase. Maybe vase. it's a regional thing. It I've always be. pronounced it vase. Interesting. Okay, maybe it is regional. Or maybe I've just been pronouncing it wrong. Who knows? <laughs> uh, Remind me to tell you the uh, story off the air about... Uh, Jake mis- uh, remembering a very common fr- uh, phrase. Um, okay, and I'll throw this one in because it's really short. But uh, I was with a friend of mine at um, or a Subway one time ordering sandwiches, and he ordered the chicken breast. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to elbow him and go, breast. And he looked up again. He's like, oh, right. <laughs> well, you know what? Credit where credit's due. 
It is spelled that way. It is spelled that way, but I was just like, what? what is it? I mean, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Um, all right. The next question comes from at RedsFan078. Who surprised you the most with what you thought is a breakout performance in season two? We knew how talented this cast was. So to be honest, there were a few surprises. The biggest surprise was probably Nathaniel O oh as Nate. He was a background performer who we bumped up to cast. I liked him. I did too. Strike I absolutely. First, I didn't know that he was a background performer originally. I think that's awesome. That's kind of, I, I believe that's what happened with Owen as well, if I'm not mistaken. I mm-hmm. think. Uh, I, if, I, th- I, th- I think I remember hearing that, yeah. Yeah, I think in his interview, he mentioned that, uh, yeah, they. They wrote some more things for him, kind of as as um, you know they were filming season one. So yeah, go back and check that one out. Uh, interview with Owen Morgan and his mom made a little appearance on that one too. Yes, she did. Yep. Uh, the next one comes from. I think this was more of a response to another tweet, but at uh, Jag Taggart ninety three, season four confirmed. Woo! So there you go. There's that Ric Flair. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I can, I can rest easy now. <laughs> Good. Uh, anyways, I, I clicked it, and this was uh, in response to his uh, saying that they'll always end seasons on cliffhangers until they're done. Ah. Uh, but he says, uh, YouTube can always cancel us, ending the series unfinished and on a cliffhanger. Hopefully, they won't. Yeah. Uh, Peter, have you ever had a show end like that for you where they had the season finale end with the cliffhanger and then they just didn't come back? I feel like a lot of shows have done that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the most recent one was The Mick ended on a cliffhanger. I mean, and so all- did, um, what was it, uh, Last Man on Earth? They ended on a cliffhanger and went and got themselves canceled. Um, I mean, it, you go back even further, didn't. I mean, it's been a long time, but didn't uh, Twin Peaks Season 2 also end with a cliffhanger? They did, but they eventually came back and refinished it. The one that... Oh, yeah, uh, like 20 years still, later. But, no, the one that I know that still is a sore point for a lot of people uh, was Alf. Alf? You talking about the alien? Alf, yes. The furry little alien puppet. It ended a uh, season where... He was discovered, I believe, by the U.S. government and taken in for study, and that's how it ended. Uh, I think that might have been more of a coincidence, or not a coincidence, but uh, something really suspicious that it just happened to be canceled after that. Either way, folks were ticked. Mm-hmm. People, I, I guarantee you, if you can find the elf fans that are still out there, that's still a, a sore point with them. Guarantee you. If I'm not mistaken, I feel the actor. I mean, it's a show I I didn't even really watch. Like I knew it was a thing, and I knew he liked to eat cats, or they would he would try to eat the the household cat. Um, I I I think the actor just passed away like earlier this year. Does that sound right? I I know that the the actor that played the father did. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was the father then. I I remember seeing something from Alf had just recently passed away or uh sometime and. Um, yeah, it's, it's always tough, like, hearing about, like, somebody you, you watched growing up, you know, pass away and stuff. Um, yeah. It's always difficult. Um, you know, I keep bringing up how I, I was scrolling through On Demand, and, uh, another documentary that just popped up is, um, I'm forgetting the exact title, but it's the, the new Patrick Swayze documentary. 
I am Patrick Swayze. They, that one, yeah, yeah. So that's one that that's I'm gonna have to throw that up there pretty soon. I definitely want to check that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I still need to watch the Paul Walker one. Yeah. Did you ever watch the um Would You Be My Neighbor? You know, I've had it uh in my iTunes for about a year and I've only had a chance to watch bits and pieces of it, but it's definitely uh been one that I want to sit down and watch. Uh Fred Rogers is just you know uh, he's an American hero, amazing person, and um, yeah. it, it it was hard to watch like all the way through. Uh, I don't know, maybe that's why you can um, you, you keep watching it in different sittings. But oof, uh, I don't know how many times I cried watching that. Mm. Yeah, just an amazing person. You know, as some as, uh, some t- sometimes he made me feel like I'm a shitty parent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you're just or, a great, uh, you're just a great I, person. Yeah, I. I don't think Mr. Rogers thinks you're a bad person. He just wants you to be the best you that he knows you can be. We're not doing this right now, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going there right now. I am not prepared for this. No. <laughs> um, I do love that documentary, and I'd watch it again just because it's so good. You know, yeah. like, uh, you if you need... Maybe not a pick-me-up is the right word I'm looking for, but if you just need to feel good about something, watch that documentary about Mr. Rogers. Because for however long that documentary was, I forgot about anything that was going on in the world. And I was like, man, this is a really good person, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fact that his birthday isn't a national holiday is a tragedy. Oh, you know what? We needed to get a petition started. I think we do. Yeah. All right. The next one comes from at SPN underscore Misha Love. You going to Dragon Con with the boys? I believe I'll be in L.A. for a couple days seeing my family before the shoot officially starts. So, unfortunately, uh, Peter, doesn't look like you're going to get a chance to meet uh, Mr. Horowitz just yet. Let, Let me reread something from that tweet. I believe I will be back. Okay, okay, there is a a chance. Yes, so we're going to go back to that Jim Carrey meme, or I'm sorry, uh, Lloyd Lloyd Christmas. I almost called him Lloyd Christopher. I was like, who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd Christmas. So you're saying there's a chance. Um, and, and who knows, like, perhaps when I uh, arrive in Atlanta, he just might be at a terminal leaving to L.A. Like, maybe I'll catch him at the airport. Who knows? We don't there's know. always possibilities, sir. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Next one comes from at Noah the Ice Tray. How many seasons of greatness that is known as Cobra Kai will there be? Hopefully at least a few more. And uh, <laughs> according to a previous Q&A, he says that, uh, I'm paraphrasing the tweet, but he said that they had ideas for uh, all the way up to season six. Uh, that sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. So, um because I remember trying to tweet at Twitter Verified and saying, like, hey, can we get Verified for at least, like, four more seasons? <laughs> at the least. And then you could unverify us. That's fine. But I was just trying to find ways to, like, look a little bit more like, oh, this is a show I should go on for an interview. Uh, but anyway, next one comes from at David Berger or Berger. Will you be able to shoot more in L.A. this season? Probably not more than usual, especially depending on how the Okinawa plan unfolds. 
So that this tweet was still days away, so I feel like they're still working things out. I mean, it is pre-production, and that is things that they do before production starts. (laughs) And I'm sure they're just ironing out the details. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. We, I can't speak for you, Tom, but I've never worked in this industry, so I I have no idea what goes on in pre-production. So. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm clueless. When, when I think pre-production, I always think of like Star Wars tweets and pictures of people just sitting around reading the script. So, but I don't think that's, that's funny. What... I, I always think of Star Wars, but it's just because of all those uh, behind the scenes documentaries that they have, you know, where they're going over, uh, concept drawings and, you know, uh, costuming and all that stuff. Oh, see? So, I mean, you definitely uh, have a little bit more insight from watching these uh, said documentaries. Uh, that's There's some possible good insight there that uh, maybe that's what's going on over there now, too. You know, um, upcoming wardrobe for new characters, uh, maybe new sets that they need to build that uh, the big three are looking over, uh, things like that. But that's, that would be a great cr- uh, question. Like, um, what have you guys done in pre-production that you can reveal, you know? That would be, yeah. Next one comes from at DieselKing69. Will we ever have a musical episode? Don't think so. Would likely mess with the reality of our world. So, Peter, uh, the fact that there will be no Cobra Kai musical, how do you feel on that? Is that a relief or is that a bit of a disappointment? Um, Neither here nor there. Yeah, I mean, to me, uh, that just seems like a jump the shark moment, you know? I mean, we we got a musical montage that was in a dream. Yeah, yeah, I think that's about as close as we should probably venture to those particular waters, though. Yeah, I mean, but I enjoyed, you know, shows like Glee, and uh, I'm a big fan of musical biop- uh, biopics, you know, so I wouldn't be opposed to them, but I'm also not going to sit here and be like, I can't believe they made a musical episode, you know? So um, I'm not that... Ain't no retentive with <laughs> with uh, with things. So you know, if it's Cobra Kai and they're giving it to us, I will accept. If they want to do an animated episode for some weird reason, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, it's fine. <laughs> That's the episode when Johnny accidentally eats those weird mushrooms. There you go. I I I would be, <laughs> I would love to see that episode. <laughs> What, if Johnny just tripping balls and seeing the world in the cartoon form? That's it, I would yeah. totally watch that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, next one comes from at Cobra Kai Cuisine. Shout out to Raptor there. Uh, he says, I hope Dan Adut, I, I hope I pronounced that, but he plays uh, Anoush, still shows up somewhere this season. Definitely a favorite character. It seems like he could still be around. Um, you know what? As long as uh, he gets some new Oxfords from Tom Cole, I don't see why he couldn't be around. <laughs> uh, Mr. Hurwitz replied, I love me some Dana Duke. He's a part of our world, whether he sh- whether or not he shows up in season three. In the meantime, you should check out his new podcast, Green Eggs and Dan. Now, do you think we should try tweeting at him saying, hey, want to exchange guest spots? Do you think uh, he go down? he'd be down for that? You know, sir, if you never try, you're never going to win. Yeah, I did kind of ambush him during one of his uh, live t- <laughs> live Instagram videos one time. <laughs> <laughs> what 
what was the story behind that? Well, him and a friend, they were just doing, you know, the whole Instagram live thing, taking questions from people. And this was like super late at night. And I was just like, eh, why not? Hey, uh, would you ever come on the podcast? <laughs> and then, you know, they kind of looked at each other, didn't know how to answer. I'm like, uh, Brett Ernst was just on. <laughs> and that was pretty much it. And Seriously, I- we're not some weird... You know, a lot of your uh, out of the mom's uh, basement podcast. We, we, please. Yeah, yeah, kitchen, not basement. But um, yeah, yeah, we're totally not creepy at all. And I, I, not too long after that, they got off of Instagram. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe one day. Next one comes from at Leany Ollie. Have you thought about having Sensei Ron Thomas, Tony O'Dell? Uh, return to help Johnny through everything he'll be going through. We've thought about it. You'll have to wait and see if they return. I still really enjoyed the, the surprise of seeing <laughs> the side of uh, Ron Thomas's head. <laughs> I had to sit up. Oh, is, it, is that really him? Holy shit. <laughs> uh, uh, next one comes from at Ultio underscore Cruenta. I also love the different training methods, the music and both combined. Do you have more inventive methods up your sleeve, or are those collaboration also with the stunt coordinators? We think of most of the training methods in the writer's room. Our stunt team helps make it authentic. Our composers and music supervisors help us find the right music and post. There we go. I think that's actually really cool that uh, they're the ones that come up with those techniques. That makes me uh, respect them as writers even more. Yep, and the aforementioned, uh, aforementioned uh, stunt coordinators, Janelle Kerfman and Hito uh, Koda, um, I did get to interview them. They are you know, nominated this season uh, for stunt choreography. Wait, hold on, Best Outstanding... Oh, I'm forgetting the exact thing, but uh, my apologies. But yes, they are nominated um, this season, second time for uh, Hito, obviously with season one. Um, yeah, check out that interview. They were a lot of fun to talk to, and they just seem like really, really great people. Uh, and I keep hearing that from everybody too. Like once that that interview released, that um, you know the Cobra Kai moms and all that, they're like, "Oh, they're wonderful," you know, and all these things. I'm like, they really do seem like it, and they're a fun follow on Instagram as well, because uh, you get to see some of their behind the scenes on like other things that they work on as well. The next one comes from. At Darren Max Dog, I saw that you originally had an idea for a movie, which eventually turned into Cobra Kai. Will the show finish up the same way as you planned the movie to end? No. The show allows us to have a much deeper cast in stories with more twists and turns. When constructing this ending, we'll have far more to work with. And you know what? I mean, after uh, the, the, the show ends, maybe a few years later, if... You know, if there's a demand and everything works out, I don't see why they couldn't make a movie after that. Kind of like what they're doing with Breaking Bad. Yeah, that that's exactly what I was thinking. Or, you know, maybe they could go back and do that uh, prequel idea about the young Miyagi and uh, Kreese. I mean, mm-hmm. there's still plenty of opportunity in this franchise for exploration. Right. It, it could be like a Cobra Kai colon, you know, Kreese or something. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely. Know. Yeah. Next one comes from Joshua B. Porter. Have you thought about having Daniel tell stories about advice Mr. Miyagi gave him before getting married, having Sam, etc.? Curious what wisdom his teacher imparted on him before those life changes and before he died. 
We're always thinking of ways in which Mr. Miyagi can be a part of the story. And I, and I like that. I mean, it definitely helps him. I mean, obviously he can't be on camera anymore, but it, it definitely helps the character at least have a, a presence over everything that's going on. And that's one of the things I really like about the show. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. The next one comes from At Pity the Backseat. Blu-ray box set, please. Wouldn't that be awesome? Hope there will be one sooner rather than later. I hope so, too. Next one comes from At Soccer Nerd. On a scale of 1 to 10, how good is the post-production sound team on Cobra Kai? They are the best in the business. Ah, missed opportunity for a best around. But hey, <laughs> I get it. You know, the business, they're talking about the industry. So I, you know. Uh, the next one comes from at Chris Airwolf. Can you give us an idea what's going to happen to Miguel's situation? Miguel will return for season three of Cobra Kai. That's as much as I'll give you. Confirmation, Miguel is back. Well. I was starting to wonder. But still, I mean... Eh, I was going to say, is it, he's just going to be laying in bed all year in a coma, or is he going to you know, pop out of it? We don't know anything. We, we, we don't know what's going on, but again, this is a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Next one comes from the Brianna. At Brianna25, is there one scene that you're most excited to see come to life? One that you just can't wait to see come off the page? No details needed, of course. Oh, there are plenty. Oh, great question. Great answer. Yeah. Uh, still, I mean, I'm kind of wondering which ones uh, in season one and two he'd have been, like, antsy and excited to actually get to film, edit, and actually get to watch on playback. I got you know, it. That's, that's got to be just such an amazing moment for a writer to, to be able to see that, you know? Sure. I think the next Q&A, somebody should ask him specifically which page number would he be excited to see coming to life. How about that? Page number 56 of 360. That sounds exciting. Uh, <laughs> the, next one <laughs> the next one comes from at Darren Max Dog. When you originally had the idea for Cobra Kai, was Miyagi a part of your story? When we conceived of Cobra Kai as a movie back in 2002, we did have thoughts on how we'd include Miyagi. But by the time we came up with the idea for the series, Pat Maria had unfortunately passed. We still consider him an important part of the show. I, I, I really want to know more about this proposed movie now. You know, I, I don't think we'll get details until after the series wraps, just in case they still kind of strip mine the past for uh, the future's purposes. But still, I really want to know what that movie would have entailed. Yeah, it would be interesting. Yeah. I was going to say, how how could we find out? Because I, I don't know if he'd spend time like during one of these Q&As to, to answer that question. But perhaps one day it will be revealed. Or maybe not. Maybe that's something they want to keep close to the chest. Who knows? Yeah. And that was actually the last uh, question asked on Twitter. So thanks to everybody that asked those questions. And uh, some of those were uh, very interesting and some... Um, very exciting uh, to see answered. Not to mention, thanks uh, to John Hurwitz for opening up the, you know, the floodgates and taking time to answer the questions. That's, I still think that's really awesome of him to do. Oh, absolutely. As always, um, yeah, I, I don't 
try to tag him in these things. So I don't, I don't even know if he listens since, you know, he's, you know, answering these questions himself. But uh, yeah, that's that's what we do here. Uh, again, if you're tuning in for the first time, hopefully uh, you found some nuggets in here, uh, some questions maybe uh, that were answered that you had yourself. So uh, we will do these, you know, we try to do it like, you know, after, it really depends, you know, some are shorter than others that he does. So yeah, I think, I think on average, we probably do one after he does like two of them. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if there's anything like extremely worth breaking, then, you know, we may do like a one-off uh, just to discuss that. So uh, other than that, that's, that's all I got. Um, I want to thank everybody for your guys' continued support as always. Uh, I look forward to meeting some of you uh, in Atlanta at Dragon Con this year. So again, follow us on the social medias uh, to get the latest tweets. And I'll give you that after Tom tells us about anything he does that's not Cobra Kai related. Uh, well, I can still be heard in uh, past episodes of Jake and Tom Conquer the World, a little show in which we talk about geek culture and everything that entails. Uh, and you can reach out to me on uh, Twitter at The Drunken Dork, and on Facebook, you can find me at Jake and Tom Conquer the Group. Say, this show that you speak of, and yes. uh, earlier you mentioned the boys. Don't you have uh, an interview with like a co-creator of sorts? As a matter of fact, yeah, I, uh, last year, I want to say, we had a chance to interview a gentleman by the name of Derek Robertson. He is the penciler and co-creator of the book that uh, was uh, later put into uh, television form and became a hit series for Amazon Prime called The Boys. You don't say. I, I do say, sir. Oh, all right. Well, I wouldn't lie about Derek Robertson. <laughs> I, I, I'd hope you would not. I don't know who the man <laughs> is, but it, it sounds very truthful. Um, but yeah, for anyone interested, seek out Jake and Tom Conquer the World uh, and, and his group uh, Conquer the Group. Now, for me, uh, I do host a uh, retro movie review podcast. I finally released the episode that I've been sitting on for three months, Earth Girls Are Easy, and I don't know how I feel about it. Um, not the episode, because the movie, I felt some type of way about that movie. But after I released the episode, people were all like, oh, that's one of my favorite movies. Or like, yes, I love that movie. I'm like, are we talking about the same movie? So I don't know, guys. Um, if you if that's a movie you saw, if you remember liking it, check out my review and tell me what you know if I got it wrong. <laughs> or if you loved it, tell me why, because that one did not hold up for me. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, that's the most recent one on Podstalgic. If you want to follow me on social media, you can also find me at Podstalgic on Twitter and Instagram. For us, for us here at Cobra Kai Companion, uh, we just recently uh, took over another Twitter account. So we do have two now. Uh, we still have the Cobra Kai pod, obviously, but we were now recently given Cobra Kai podcast because there was another show and they said, hey, you know what? You, we, we do this other pod and we just couldn't get to the Cobra Kai stuff like we had hoped. So they willingly gave it to us. That is really cool. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Shout out to that Sean. Is greatly appreciated. Yeah. Extremely nice. Um, that that you know they didn't have to, but now you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Cobra Kai Podcast. Uh, so the secondary one is kind of a companion to the companion account, but uh, it is called Cobra Kai Companion Part Two for that distinction, and it um it is a different logo too, just so nobody's confused. So if you find that other account, it is us. So you know, no no big deal there. 
Um, episodes will still be shared in both places, but just more ways to find us now, I guess. Um, and also the group that we talked about, if you're hearing this and DragonCon has not yet occurred, you can join the group for the details of the meetup. Uh, you just go on Facebook and search www.cobrakai.com slash companion podcast. And you spell out the words period and slash. So it's a mouthful, but it's in the show notes. You can click it or copy and paste. So that'll do it for this episode. And I guess we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Cortemp Arts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortemp Arts shows, visit cortemparts.com.